The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. We're into our 10th year starting, and um, I would not need to tell you, when we decided to have The Power of Water be a radio talk show, we're just beginning. We've gotten 10 years of dress rehearsal, understanding with some of the most famous, respected guests we could have ever had on around the world. This year, we're going to start having more people out of the country on the show and participate with us. And here in the United States, we're all going to be together as we have with many of the same guests as I've had. So be listening, and if you ever have any suggestions that you'd like to have come on or anyone that you believe that would be an exciting guest, let me know. As we discussed in this commentary prior to my commentary right now, to save lives is the focus. And water does save lives. Without water, there is no life. And without water and your education about water, how can you fight a disease? How can you fight a symptom? We all have symptoms of life, but we have to understand that water is not to be taken for granted. Water is your life, but there's more to it. You just haven't been educated. And even our scientists and our physicians and people and around the world have not understood because they take for granted the puddle. They take for granted the stream and the river, the rains coming down. There's more to it. The day you were born, you came from water, a pocket of water. That's how delicate that baby is, being formed in that water, that baby in that water pocket of its mother because of nature because of what you want to believe in God's will. It's all up to you how you want to think about it. But it is water. Then that baby comes out and lives in water for the rest of its moment of breath of life. And did you hear I said breath? Because we're breathing water vapor of the air, that invisible atmosphere of water that you don't see, but don't take it for granted. That's what keeps you alive. From that moment on, the baby has no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. That baby is different. All those organs inside that baby's body that formulated from the first breath were formulated with a percentage of water, living life. And as we've learned 
we're like a battery. We're charging with that water of our life with the water of the atmosphere. You can swim into the atmosphere. It's water. And that's what keeps you alive. But it also is what keeps the earth alive. If you've ever looked at at, uh, different shows on History Channel, at different travel shows, and you go into countries like Argentina, or you go into Japan, or you go into the United States, or you go into uh, Saudi Arabia, and you go into all these countries, have you ever noticed they never match each other? They don't just look alike, but they all were there because of water from the beginning of time. Then you look at the people all over the world. Have you ever seen anybody that doesn't have a little different look than somebody else? That's because of water. That's because of our evaporation process. And that's the education you never received. From the moment you were born, you began an evaporation. Earth is evaporating. Water every day. You can put a a glass of water in a room and watch it evaporate. You can have a fountain of water in your home and watch it evaporate. Put a fountain of water outside in the atmosphere. Watch it evaporate. It's evaporation. What are you symptoms? Individual evaporation. No two people are alike. Your organs are running your whole body with a percentage of water, living with the water vapor, the atmospheric breath of life. It's it's serious. Now, for example, it's so sad. The human eye organ, when it has a vision impairment and you can't see as well or you have complaints with burning or itching or can't see as well and have to begin wearing glasses or have allergies, that's because of dry eye. Dry eye has never been understood. And I was brought in years ago to study it, and we came up with a product for them to supplement the water loss of dry eye. But the word dry means water loss, dryness. Moisture means water. Water is your life. And the surface of the eye is 99% water. It's not an eye drop. It's not a formulation cream or a solution of, of saline. It's a water. And it's 99% at the surface. If you become dry, your vision becomes an allergy or are you getting burning or itching or blurring or getting tired easy or you have a vision impairment called dry eye. Dry eye is what all these companies, all these doctors and physicians and scientists are studying is your dryness of your eye. Because that's everything to do with your eye. Now, the other one is your eyes and your brain in the womb are connected at the same breath. And the brain is 80% water, 80 to 85% water connected to the eyes from behind the eye. What is nature's purpose for that? So that if you get, get dry, it'll kick in and give you what you need to supplement behind there. If the atmosphere is not giving you enough supplement. That's why we created for the, with the request of physicians and scientists, the product Nature's Tears Eye Mist with tissue culture grade of water with a micron size of water to humidify 
rinse the eyes, give it a supplement that it requires to have a healthier eye. The eyes have to have that supplement every single day, two, three, four times a day, and if more necessary, during the day, because the eyes are your health connected to your brain. What are emotions? What is stress? It's because your eyes are too dry, too. I had a doctor on here one time from a major group, a medical research center, and he said, Sharon, our prisons are full of people who we didn't catch their eyes in time. Addiction could be extreme eye problems with dryness. They didn't even know they were addicted. Did you know that eye drops cause an addiction to the eye? People, the eyes get so adjusted to that eye drop, it becomes addictive that you are using more than you should. Dry bodies and dry eye and mouth dry, everything that goes dry, look out at your planet Earth how dry it is. Is it enough absorption, even when the rains are coming down? With technology, have we been learning? If the human body hasn't learned, the earth itself with technology hasn't learned what to do with the water. It's sad, but that's my job with my team. We're going to teach that, and we're going to show why our lives have to have technology as supplements. If you don't, your symptoms will get worse. And there will be no cures for disease. The only way you're going to find cures for disease to everybody out there is studying plain water, the water, and studying the body water, the earth's water, and the water in the atmosphere that we breathe. That's the only way you're going to get those cures. Any symptom, you've got to load up on more water to drink. Anything you have going wrong in your life with any complaint, load up on more water to drink. That's a must. Get rid of the caffeine. Get rid of any glucose in your diet so you don't swell up. Make sure that you've made primary focus during a symptom of water. You'd be shocked. Something a lot of you don't know when they had E. coli out of control in the African countries, they started drinking a gallon of water per person a day. Have you been hearing about E. coli lately? No, but they did. They started drinking one gallon of water a day. Well, today we have an exciting guest. She's one of my favorite people. She and I have become like sisters, so I'm very proud to be able to have her on today. It's Dr. Effie Chow, and Effie is uh, one of the most world-famed, renowned people, grandmaster in, in acupuncture, Qigong, Tai Chi. She's an international speaker. She was appointed by President Bill Clinton in 2000 to bring holistic medicine and education and alternative applications of medicine to the United States. And has she done a good job? I can't tell you how she is world famous. But we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist from Water Life Science with just a mist to supplement your eyes. And remember what I taught you today. Dry eye is loss of water and evaporation at the surface of your eye. 
You're not getting enough supplement from the water vapor. You need to have a handheld portable device to supplement. It's Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and be right, right back with Dr. Chow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, are you with us? I certainly am. Hello. Well, yeah. how are you t- how are you doing? Absolutely wonderful. Thank you. And I hope well, you and all the listeners are doing well as uh, also. And happy Chinese New Year. Yes, I, yes, happy Chinese New Year. And it's the year of, now isn't it the year of the rooster? The, the fire rooster. And I am of that year. I am a fire rooster this year. You're a fire rooster. <laughs> Uh, and how are you? Thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you for all that you do. And uh, we're out there like a fire rooster in Chinese New Year. Now, Chinese New Year, could you tell our audience a little bit about what Chinese New Year, how, how has it been going on for centuries, hasn't it? Well, uh, it has a, a lot of history. And I think not to take too much of this program that uh, you can Google, you know, Chinese New Year and the year of the rooster, it means prospicious. You know, the, the rooster is very prospicious. You know how it roosts and it, it governs and it wakes you up during the day, uh, in the morning. And, and it is a very, has great tenacity and, uh, and power. And so this is what we need now in this in this world today. We and, do. Uh, pardon? We do. Yes, the world needs exactly. to come together like the fire of the rooster. Yes. And, you know, fire is very powerful. But we also need strength to control the fire as well, to discipline mm-hmm. the fire. Fire so is discipline. Right. It is. Good fire, you know, not not bad right. fire. Yes, right. So, uh, so but uh, but it's thousands of years, and everybody celebrates. It's about ten days 
that we celebrate. And the 28th mm-hmm. was the fifth day. And mm-hmm. then uh, in San Francisco, of course, we have the well-famous parade. You know, uh, I think it'll be on the 11th of February. And everyone can join in and with the festivities, uh, television or come or whatever. And then we do have some rituals that we abide by. And it varies with different uh, different villages, different parts of the country. For example, for us, on the third day of New Year, we call it opening up the New Year. And that's when we have festivity within our family. And we go visit people. And the food is very important. So it's mostly vegetarian on, on New Year. Uh-huh. And so... So the exchange of food and joviality and, uh, and uh, good wishes is very important as we start the year. Effie, we're getting, Effie, um, I hate to interrupt you, but we have a loud sound like something is dropping on your end. It sounds like it's scraping on your end. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it sounds okay like, are you, are, you, are you moving around? Uh, I'm okay. No, it's uh, okay. Is it okay now? Now you're fine. Now I don't hear it right now. Oh, okay. So I now I, I was reading in China, they do about a hundred billion dollars during Chinese year, New Year of in, individuals that are buying things. They're either buying yes. gifts or they're spending money on whatever. <laughs> over a hundred billion dollars within a few days. Yes. Well, that's, uh, that's it. Uh, the generosity of the individual is important. So if okay. You're, uh, so if you're generous over the new year, then it reflects for your whole year. So that you need to be generous, you need to be kind, you need to be loving and, uh, and uh, giving. So it's a very propitious time. And to set the new... Uh, there's, there's a... Uh, we uh, we do uh, homage to Buddha uh, on New Year's, and uh, and there's of course I always remember as a child that we always clean the house everything the night before, like clean before midnight of the day of the New Year, and it was a big festivus festivity in in cleaning the house and making special uh, food and everything, and then New Year's Day. And we cannot clean anything. And my mother would never let us wash dishes or anything. And, uh, and because if we break it, if we break the dishes, then that means an omen for the rest of the year, too. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. So my mother would always... So the dishes know, just piled up. <laughs> yes, right. And... Uh, and then we, the food exchange is absolutely phenomenal, you know. That, oh. And of course, the Chinese uh, uh, Chinese uh, cuisine is it has thousands and thousands of different kinds of uh, of food. And this wow. is where in the Chinese cuisine that we have utilized every part of the animal, every part of the plant, and etc. There's no wastage. Uh-huh. So the whole thing is very philosophical to what your life will be. So, 
Um, and when we say that there's no wastage in the plants, we eat the roots and we eat the flower and we eat Well, everything. I was going to say, when I've been in China, it, it's even down to the roots of the plant. Um, yeah. I know when I was in the West Lake in Hangzhou, uh, they, uh, we were at a place where, the, oh my gosh, everything was so delicious and they had lotus blossom that they oh, were serving. Yeah. Yes, mm. yeah. Yes, and, and you know, plants, and vegetables and animals are our are medicine. Food uh-huh. is our medicine. And uh-huh. we I remember being brought up and they said, Oh, eat this, the bone, it'll be good for your bone. You know. <laughs> and, this is, and now the craze is for it's for bone soup, isn't that right? Right, bone marrow soup, yeah. Yes, it's good for your marrows, it's good for your bones, it's good for your joints and everything. And we would yeah. eat pig's feet and chicken feet, duck's feet, and, you know, and pork <laughs> bone soup, yeah. you know. And, then, yeah. and so, so, you know, uh, right now the fads of uh, the food society, of the diet society, go back to the ancient times. It's now reviving, uh, you know, uh, philosophy and practice of the old days. And so that bone is the, is the thing. And then, and then also the food... And vegetable, definitely in Chinese in Chinese um, diet, because of the poverty too, that uh-huh. we eat mostly plants, because right. raising animals is very costly, and so the the cuisine in Chinese it, to use everything is based on the poverty that that existed, and okay. so the great cuisine that we have. Is based on on uh, you know what we have experienced. So, but then that goes back to your topic of water, because in Chinese, uh, it, the soups are very important. So even though it's cooked and everything, um, you know, but having good soups are very important. Having enough liquid in our body is extremely important. And so, therefore, dehydration, uh, you know, is it's addressed in the old times, and not so much in the new times. But we're you and I are moving that again back to the old times. You bet your life we are. Yes, yes we yes. are. Now, today you wanted to discuss um, the cancer, but uh, as a topic, uh, uh, I was asked to do that. Uh, I, and I'm happy to do that. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Okay. Um, now, your I, I accept your suggestion of oh, okay. Okay. cancer, which is okay. very, now, very important right now. Well, it has been forever. And uh, in, I used to be president of the American Cancer Society here locally for many, many, many years and sat mm-hmm. on the State Board of Health in Oregon representing the American Cancer Society many years ago now. Um, they're not finding cures, Dr. Chow. And all the money, all, and, and I probably could say uh, trillions of dollars, but let's say uh, over a trillion dollars have gone to look for a cure. And the cures just aren't there. They're putting them in remission, not cures. Well, one thing is that when you talk about research from Western medicine, a Western standpoint, they're looking for more new chemicals and they're looking for more surgical intervention 
and probably electronic intervention right now. And, and that's, it's not working. And that's, well, that's the wrong path. I'm not saying it's not good totally, but you know, and everybody who's putting everybody knows, in remission, it's not curing. Well, well, the thing is, they don't even go into remission. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. they still have the have the um, uh, the signs and symptoms of cancer, uh, mm-hmm. and and they never go totally into remission and, or cure, as you said. And it's always possible to rear its head up again. And this is what is done with the use of chemicals and surgery. And they are missing the point by not pursuing natural concepts of healing that go back to the food, going back to the water, going back to, you know, to living well, going back to uh, having a a calm life, uh, learn how to deal with stress because we all know that stress is a big factor right now. Oh, it is. I, that's what started. I don't know if I ever told you, but I'll tell the audience the reason that I'm the founder of this company is I started studying stress. <laughs> and I studied the stress of terminal diagnosis of cancer. Yes. And I noticed that people that were so under stress that I blame the families for being concerned and the stress on the patient was hard on the person who has the diagnosis of whatever symptom it may be because the family yes. doesn't help it. Then the, 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 uh, the evaporation of that stress with the body causes the cancer to, get, to uh, grow faster. And uh, the individual is not, uh, the individual with the cancer is not responding with positive. If you put a positive person around them, it can even solve uh, addiction. If you have not a positive around them and it goes to stress and negative, that's a negative charge. Right? Yes. You know that better than I. And you, you explain that to the audience, what that all meant. You're, you're the authority on that to me. Well, one thing, uh, Sharon, is that everybody now knows that we do have cancer cells in our body, but it's dormant as long as we are healthy, as long as our immune system is healthy and strong. So it keeps it in abeyance. But however, if we are faced with stress or emotional distress or whatever, from physical, mental, and spiritual stress, and also environmental stress right now, the chemicals in the air, you know, right, and, and more. And now then it taxes our body and our immune system. And if our immune system isn't bolstered with proper food, water, and attitude, and exercise, and relationship, then the free radicals come to play. The free radicals is what produces the disease. And then cancer cells become alive. And then, of course, our diet is full of starch and sugar. And this is what disease and cancer cells love. However, cancer cells and disease do not like oxygen. It likes carbon dioxide. And so, so, and the people are, because of the environment, is not breathing good oxygen. It's, It's 
it's uh, deficient in oxygenation of our body. And with oxygenation, then we get better blood circulation. And blood circulation then brings oxygen to the cell. So it's a big circle, right? Mm-hmm. It's all in a circle. <laughs> exactly. And so therefore, and the people are getting lazier, and they sit in front of the television when their spare time instead of getting up and walking and and uh, and doing qigong, and it's proving that qigong, q i g o n g, and traditional Chinese medicine has great success with cancer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because we emphasize the positive attitude of the individual, and we do non-confrontive exercise. Now, the confrontive exercise, everybody says, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and lift heavy weights and, and run 100 miles or whatever, well, 10 miles at least anyway. And that this hard exercise is what they feel good about, but they do not preserve their oxygenation, that they deplete the oxygen, and they do not emphasize breathing. Uh, And qi means breath. Qi means the vital life force. And gong, G-O-N-G, means the cultivation, manipulation, or the manifestation, and to, to... improve the oxygen or or super oxygenate our body so that we feed our cells and therefore we have deficient cells and it falls prey to free radicals and becomes stressed out and it becomes sick, it becomes weak and then the symptoms of cancer will come and symptoms of any disease so that what we label as disease in Western medicine is really symptoms that are showing about the imbalances of energy and the immune system in the body so that the weaker system shows distress and the symptoms of nausea, you know, headaches, dizziness, pain, uh, irritable bowel syndromes, and all these, all these symptoms of daily living shows up before what we talk about, disease, disease, not disease. Uh, Dr. Chow, Dr. Chow, we yes. have to take our yes. only break, and then we're going to oh, come okay. back, and we're going to we're going to learn more about you with you what that word disease means. Yes, um, we'll be yes. right back. We're going to listen okay. to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. The surface of your eye is is ninety nine percent water. When your eyes feel dry and you feel like you don't, you're nauseated or you're, you're having um, exhaustion or you're burning or blurring, it's because your eyes are dry. Vision impairment is dry eye. We'll listen to our sponsor and be right back with Dr. Chow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Cal, you were educating us about the word disruption, disease, a symptom. And what is happening to the cells of the body when you start having that symptom that could become cancer, or any disease, um, what, is, what do you think has been misunderstood by individuals? Because they're, they're confused about what the body, they, they really haven't been educated. The body has made, been made up of percentages of water and why each organ is a percentage of water and living with the vapor of the air to the breath of life to work with yeah. the carbon dioxide removal in the body for, a heavy, for healthier oxygen in the body and circulation. They haven't learned. They haven't been taught. You know, what is sad is everybody, you know, every, I have a favorite thing. People think they're so smart, and they miss the common <laughs> sense. Uh-huh. Well, this is what I said, that today... Common sense does not exist. They have Well, and right. even even common courtesies also. Yeah, even common courtesies. Exactly. I mean, I what know. is it? That, what is it that you know? You walk in the door, and this is just a simple everyday thing, and that people cannot take one second to hold the door open when you follow them into a door, you know, with a store or where, and they just let the door drop and slam in your face as you would have to do it. There's no courtesy. And people are not getting up. The young people are not getting up when a frail, older person comes on board a bus. They, they don't get up and give the seat to the, uh, the senior and who is struggling to balance, you know. Well, and the other one, the other is another one. It's like if you and I have a difference of opinion, to be polite and courteous and respectful, yes. that you have an opinion, I have my opinion, and people exactly. are, are going out of control with life and death threats if you don't agree. Rather than yes. being respectful... You know, have you ever personally met with somebody that you totally disagree with them? But maybe oh. 10 years later, a year later, you might begin to agree with them. We do change and, and we our about, outlook. We People might, have we, lost courtesy yeah. 
and 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 respect. And we and we term that as you might fight now, but you might end up in bed with them. <laughs> Well, it is a term. This is our humor. You never yeah, know. You end yeah, up in you bed might end up in bed with the fact that you, you do agree about, about a similar concepts and ideas. You know, right, right. Not, right. not definitely being in bed with them. <laughs> not, not the sexual side. <laughs> no, right. And so, so the, but the back to uh, diseases that are happening. Uh, people well, who have an outlook on life that are looking at the positive side can fight yes. diseases. People, yes. in fact, the Shriners Hospital is so cute. They have these, I love their commercials for the Shriners Hospital, children. And this one child is saying that, would you help us fight with your love and your heart? Because you can fight cancer if you, if you work should have faith and love, right? Well, one thing, uh, I'm going to present another side to that. For how many years, for many decades now, it's been the model, let's fight cancer, let's fight heart disease, let's fight diabetes, let's fight cerebral palsy. And we have not won anything. So when you fight something, it fights you back. Right, and so this is why I never promote fighting to the to my patients, my clients, nor my students. I do not teach fighting anything. I teach to love it, and when you love mm-hmm. it, then the situation or the person, because the disease is alive, and it listens and it hears, and it knows how it's treated. So when you love it, and it's in my book, I said, love it as a friend who's come to give you a warning. And when that friend hears that you are listening, you are changing, and you are doing the right things for your body and your mind and your spirit and the environment, then it will change. You cannot have an enemy and have the enemy change, but you can have a friend change. And this is where my thousands and thousands of patients, when they come and say, how can I love my cancer? How can I love my heart condition? And suddenly, after a little while, and very, it, it can be even just the first session, they suddenly realize, yeah, that's reasonable because they, it's common sense. If mm-hmm. you hate somebody, are they going like, to listen to you? And same with the the conditions of your mind and your body, that it Mm -hmm. is alive. And it will listen to love. It will listen to compassion. And it will listen to fairness. It will listen to courtesy. But it will not listen to something that comes and bombards them and fight them. Right. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. All right. And I have found great success with this Mm -hmm. approach. I have what Mm -hmm. we call the child integrated healing system, child medical qigong, and this is what we foster. Do not fight it. Love it. Love it to Mm -hmm. death. Yes? Love it to death. So love the condition to death, and you will become healthy. And I've had many cancer patients. You want to You know what that probably is, Dr. Chow, to evaluate that. I'm I'm an evaluator and a strategist. 
What it means is you've taken your body and you've relaxed it. You've relaxed the body to flow with an ecosystem balanced, that you're not fighting against it. You're flowing with the balance. That's the Taoist principle. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Go with and, the and then when you're not when you're not fighting against something, the body doesn't go in. The muscles don't tighten up. The body doesn't tighten up. The brain and doesn't the mind, get, uh, emotionally the mind up. doesn't yeah. tighten up. Yes, yeah. and that's the most important. The physical aspect is only a reflection of your mind and your spirit. So right. if your mind is at peace and your spirit is happy, then your physical body will also reflect that. And this is what, you know, going back, uh, let me give you a case. You know, um, this lady was a director of nine counties of the Department of Labor. So that's really, you know, heavy duty. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stress. <laughs> she was, yes, exactly. And she was diagnosed with undifferentiated endometrial cancer, stage 4B. That means, hey, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And the doctor said that this is cancer that must be controlled. And when she asked for the prognosis, he said, oh, let's not go there. In other words, it's pretty bad. And so she began chemotherapy, but her sister who was a psychologist at the Stanford University. She saw what I've done with cancer and the success we've had with cancer cases that she had been exposed to with it through the cancer program at Stanford. So she dragged her sister here because her sister didn't know anything except Western medicine. So she dragged her here, and after the first time, and, and she reported this. She said, you know, I'm used to talking to people, not people exploring into me because I said, what's going on in your life? That's my first question to all my clients. What's going on in your life? And we talk about money. We talk about relationships. We talk about the work. We talk about sex. Yes, we do. We go into that because that's a big barrier oftentimes with couples or with individuals. And we talk about everything, their relationship to the world. So um, so then she wasn't going to come back because she says, I don't want to talk about all these things. And we talk about death too as well. We talk, I talk about death with everybody. And, and so, but then her... Her, her uh, ethic is that I don't just stop. I go back for a, you know, a uh, a uh, closing closing uh, session. So she uh-huh. came, and she came every week. She ended up coming every week, and in nine months' time, she was quote the doctor at Stanford said she was cured. But we went through a lot because she had a lot of side effects from chemotherapy and so forth and the surgery. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot of side effects that could have killed her. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, you know, the one thing I found with 
when a person's been diagnosed with anything, I've got to, I've got to tell you one. Uh, yes. We're having what you're saying, and I'll uh, allow your, you get a glass of water, maybe. <laughs> yes. Dr. Chow, do you have a glass of water there? I do. Always. Okay. Always. Okay, you know what's <laughs> happening today, Dr. Chow, is people are relying upon the medication. And the medication, yes. they need, uh, I'm glad you brought this something up today, too, on this, but uh, to bond the medication. The medications are not agreeing with everyone because somebody can, uh, can agree with and do something for them. Maybe there's other people that it can't, it affects and makes it worse. And well, people have to use their common sense and the per- person in their family or the person they've had as a caregiver to help them. What kind of medication are they taking, even if it's cancer? They've got to understand. Is it well, working or is it going against them? I think everybody understands the danger of the side effects of drugs, of medication. Oh. It's, been, it's been also researched and proven that iatrogenic disease, and it's defined as that which is prescribed by, uh, by physicians, the treatments, all treatments, and the iatrogenic disease, and this is research by JAMA. This is report by Journal of American Medical Association, uh, one of the most prestigious uh, medical journals in uh, America. That iatrogenic disease is a third cause of death in the hospitals, next to heart and cancer. That is, you know, is very frightening. And I have to say that I myself experienced that in 2015 and 2016, that I've had severe, and my condition is a result of severe drug reaction, medical reaction, and also surgery, which which paralyzed my vocal cord. And I'm lucky that you can hear me now, but I had no Mm -hmm. voice, and that was just last uh, year ago. And they said, you will not have voice. And, of course, my profession depends upon me talking to thousands of people, you know, right. in classes, classes and on television, radio, etc. But using Qigong, they didn't prescribe me any rehab uh, at all because they felt there was nothing that can be done. So I use my system of Qigong, and I am now up from the wheelchair, I was relegated, that, that's it, there's nothing more we can do, and that I would soon die, but that was a year and a half ago, and I am now uh, just using a cane part-time, and I also, my voice is not the soprano voice that I have, but at least you can hear me. I used to mm-hmm. be a soprano singer, and also right. that sets me from, so I am a model of what adversity is from Western science. Now, I want to get everybody to understand that I respect Western medicine because I'm a nurse, and I know that it does wonderful things, but not when they only push medicine and surgery and that there's so right. much side effects that people die from the side effects, you know. Right. And you don't so know, we're back to that evaporation. No yes. two people are, uh, evaporate the same. 
the yeah. water loss. And I've got to tell you a story. And it is such a sad story. There's this beautiful woman. I bet she was about, she's about 80. And a very successful, retired. And she got a urinary tract infection, doctor. And she, they put her on acumenin. And all of a sudden, one day, she's at home. She lives alone. And she looked down at her arms, and the blood started coming up at the surface of her arm. Just unbelievable bleeding. Uh-huh. And so she called um, the doctor, and he said, oh, my God, I'm sending an ambulance. They got her to the hospital. They gave her the wrong medication. She oh, went into awesome. uh, uh, almost identical to what happened to you. Uh, yeah. they, they thought she was dead brain almost or going insane mentally uh, because of the reaction of the medication. She right. is going for the rest of her life now be dealing with the fact of what you experienced, that she has experienced. They gave her the wrong medication, and she'll never be the same again. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that there is hope with Qigong and, uh, you know, with good diet and attitude and exercise. I have tons so of water. Right. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say that water is an absolute must because it is part of a theory in Chinese medicine. The five elements, which is fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And if there is a very little water or there's no water, then everything else goes askew. And disease right. will happen. And right. so when we talk about dis-ease first, it's the, it's the daily activity symptoms that we don't right. pay attention to. You know, it's like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, it's natural to be tired at 3 o'clock. No, it isn't, uh, Sharon. God made us so that we can go through the waking days and the waking hours, you know, that the sunshine. And when it, when it goes dark, then we're supposed to rest. But however, because of our, our uh, development, that we have light so that we don't sleep and we, mm-hmm. at the proper time. The rejuvenating time is from like 10 when the sun goes down and it's dark until 6 in the morning. That, around that is the rejuvenating time. But if you stay up till 1 o'clock or 3 or 2 o'clock, then you've... you've you've diminished the rehabilitation time, the rejuvenation time for your body, mind, and spirit. And you don't make that up. Even if you go to sleep during the daytime, you don't really mm-hmm. make that up. Because it, it's a, the circadian cycle, or, you know, the, the, the circle well, of the, the universe. Thing, the one, we only have about a minute left, but the one thing oh, I would love right. for you to t- mention is Breathing. People don't know how to breathe. Well, breath is oxygenation. And now in cancer, they really inject oxygen into the cancer cells and kills only the cancer cells, not like chemotherapy, that it kills good cells as well. And so Qigong is the emphasis on breath work, oxygenation, super oxygenation of your body. And so your breath is from the diaphragm, not your shoulders. And, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, I have a book and videotape and so forth. And, uh, how, do they, my, how, what, how do they get to your website? Because we're out of time. 
Yeah, it's east-west QI, east-west Q as in Queen, I as in Island, dot com, east-west okay. dot com. And, okay. uh, and uh, they can certainly email me if they have any questions. I'm open to that. And okay. uh, we have classes and we see clients. And we now, are quickly, very, uh, Real quickly, how is your museum going in China? Oh, I am humbly honored by being invited to be the first museum in the world for medical qigong, Chinese medical qigong, and the opening is March 25th. Very exciting. It's going to set the world on fire. Now, that's in China. That is in China. Well, but it's international. We have people coming from Italy. We have people coming from all over the world. Some of my, you know, uh, associates with the World Congress that I have every year. And okay. so it will be very exciting. And so yeah. I wish to, I want to wish everybody good eight hugs a day and three belly aching laughs a day at least. Oh. That will get yeah. your oxygenation going. And a very and special uh, Rooster New Year. Yeah. Yes. Well, I and hope you didn't wear your, your voice out. I want to thank you for coming on. And when you get closer to the Congress uh, gathering, yes. please let's let's have another show when we can hear how that how you do, how that went. Sure. Okay. I'm happy to do that. And I wish everybody good health and breathe yes. in deeply and right. think positive. Okay. Think positive. Thank you, Sharon, yes. for all you do. Thank you so much for coming on and all that you do. God bless. Thank you. All right. Be well. Bye bye. Wow, did you learn a lot today, audience? Um, Yes, she went through a very serious two years to where she, uh, they gave her the wrong medication and uh, she lost, uh, they thought she was going to die. And Dr. Cow is world famous for what she does with Qigong. And uh, please go look her up. And you'd be unbelievable. Chinese holistic medicine for thousands of years is amazing. And by the way, it is, it works. Don't always do just only the Western medicine. Combine the two with how you work on better health for yourself, even with a serious diagnosis. I want to thank you for listening today. Embrace your life. Every special moment, it is that such a miracle. But brace somebody else's too and be respectful to other people's outlooks. Don't get so emotional and threatening and, and, and all. Uh, think about what might be for both sides. Earth is whispering though. Never say goodbye. Always know that you're going to leave something of yourself behind for all the children for thousands of years and eternity to know you care. You be well and have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.